the hottest children's books, interviews with the authors. It's the annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. And remember, for your chance to win each and every book that we're featuring this morning on our Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and look for the Enter to Win icon. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Will Hillenbrand. He is the author of the book, Santa's Story. It's our pleasure to welcome our good friend, Will Hillenbrand, back to Sunday Morning Magazine. How are you, Will? I'm doing great, Rodney. How are you? All right. And I just want our listeners to know that, Will, you are a stand-up guy. We've worked together. You've done some things for me out in the community. I really do appreciate it. You always stand up and take care of me. Thank you so much. And more importantly, the young people, the students in our community. That's what it's all about. All right, good. Now, you grew up right here in the Cincinnati community, right here. Your father owned a barbershop. Mm-hmm. That's right. He owned a barbershop in College Hill. And Cincinnati's always been my home, but that was my boyhood home, okay. my neighborhood. And so I can just imagine, you know, I go to the barbershop. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, I go to one in College Hill, but I'm sure it's not the same one. But there's a lot of talk going on among men. And you say those big fish stories inspired you as a writer. Tell me how so. Well, I can be specific. And, uh, you know, of course, my, I would often take my dad's lunch up to him during the summer. And um, my mom would make my hot lunch and then he would be busy so he couldn't eat it. And in our neighborhood – uh, the only places that were air-conditioned when I was a kid was the Hollywood Theater, uh, the library, and my dad's barbershop. And after riding the bicycle up to deliver that, um, I got underneath the, the one air conditioner there. It was like the air conditioner waterfall. <laughs> and I took a break. But I could I could take a break because stories were always told at the shop. And one of the characters um, – <laughs> call me a character because he was a character <laughs> – was a barber named Harry Wiley. And Harry was a former Marine, and uh, when he he wore uh, he probably wore something like a cut off smock. You could see the tattoo on his sh- on his arm. He was cutting away on someone's hair, and uh, and he's telling the person in his chair, "My other part time job is cutting down trees." Now in the barbershop, Rodney, uh, we had the bank of mirrors where it was one in front of you, one behind you, and of course it would repeat your image millions of times Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. harry could actually see the person that was in his chair by looking in the mirror and he would often say things that were you know provocative so he said you know um i was cutting down trees yesterday and today i'm cutting hair do you know what the difference is and this person said no tell me and he said not a lot and that's (laughs) when this guy's eyes get really big and uh that was the gotcha line in the story well i would go home after that go to the kitchen table and i would draw I would draw a person and then they would have a forest of hair. And in the forest of hair, there would be a person with a chainsaw cutting that down. And so I was inspired by the stories I heard uh, as visual stories. And that's how I remember the stories visually. All right. Good. Look at that. Now, you are an author and an illustrator. Mm -hmm. Which one came first for you, writing or illustrating? Which led you into your first job in publishing? Uh, illustrating, but that is, uh, you know, I when I write a story, pictures always come first, and you know, I keep an idea journal with me, and and inside that, um, they're all mostly pictures because pictures um, suggest to me um, ideas that I keep thinking about, and then I pair my words with the pictures and drawings that I have created. Okay, and you have that tablet right mm-hmm. here with your journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have I have two because <laughs> right. I have a spare. All right, and so tell me very briefly about this prop. You brought in a a prop here, Santa holding a book the night mm-hmm. before Christmas. Tell me about that and the significance there. 
Okay, well, I think reading extends the bonds of love. And so when I was a child, um, I didn't know my favorite tradition because and, until it was almost taken away from me, and that was my dad would always read to us Clement Moore's poem, The Night Before Christmas, mm-hmm. on the night before Christmas. So he would sit on the corner of my bed. I have three older brothers. We were all in the same room, and we did that year after year. One year, now I'm probably like in fifth or sixth grade, and I'm still wanting this tradition because I didn't think – Christmas could come until my dad read this. All right. And uh, it was it set the table for the holiday. My oldest brother, uh, uh, Bob, and I, I love Bob, says no, nothing against him. But he, he had heard the story enough and he said, I don't want to hear it anymore. And I protested very loudly because I I definitely wanted to hear it. And so my brother got up out of bed, went to the closet, pulled out his birthday gift, which was a high-tech cassette tape recorder, put it down next to my dad and he said – Pressed, he pressed play and record at the same time. And he said my, to my dad, you can read it one more time, but I don't care if I ever hear it again. And I don't know if he has or not, but uh, that was recorded. And I have my dad's voice recorded that way. And that was the last time my dad sat on the corner of my bed. Of course, Christmas happened even when my dad didn't read. But that was something I loved. And so – Every you know, as time goes by, we have traditions that are important to us. They're called memories, and then and then we have an opportunity as an adult to create a new memory. And so, when my son was born, I created this paper mache Santa holding the night before Christmas. And now, this was my gift to him when he was very young, and we still use it as a display in our house. But it holds a miniature book uh, illustrated by Anita Lobel of the Night Before Christmas by Clement Moore. And so we would pull that and read it the night before Christmas and the night before the many nights before Christmas. And that was that. That's how I felt like that's not the corner of my bed, but that's how I extended it. About six years ago on Christmas morning, I have my journal with me and breakfast is being made and I should probably be helping with that. But I drew Santa because I'm into the spirit of the moment. And then I had him holding a book. He was reading a book. And then I thought, who's he reading to? Is he reading to a child? Is he reading to a rabbit? I had him reading to a reindeer. Now, that was that. Was that. I, I kept thinking about that after breakfast. I, I made it in color. I thought, well, that's the answer. That's why it was asked me to think about it. But it wasn't. What I was thinking about was connecting the dots where these three experiences, this last one was the catalyst for the book that I've created, Santa Story, because what happened was – the deer don't bring Christmas to us until they get their favorite tradition, until Santa reads them, reads to them the night before Christmas. Then Christmas comes to us, and then that becomes what the story's about. Okay. So let's talk about this now. We talked about how you are author and illustrator. Uh, by the way, the title of the book is Santa Story, mm-hmm. which is part of our show this morning. What is the easiest or most challenging, I guess I should ask for you? You know, you do the words, you do the drawings. So you merge them all together, but what seems to be the most challenging for you as an artist, as a writer? Yeah, always the next step. I think every time you do – and what I'm talking about, what it specifically is a plateau. Well, I had the the drawing and the reindeer, and that was a plateau. But that is a suggestion for the story. So now it's like what is that picture telling me? How do I structure and do that framing of what that is about? Because now I have to take that picture and make it into the structure of a book. And so then I have to start uh, by doing by just writing and drawing 
uh, and generating the ideas, uh, many ideas I can filter out the ones that become the bridges that make this a stronger story. And that means the editing of those. So uh, every, every, at every turn, I mean, a book is a problem, Rodney. It's a really good problem to have. <laughs> but it, it means that you have to solve problems so that your reader ends up falling through the trap door of your pictures and words and fall in love with the experience of that. I have to make that experience. I love doing that. That's the process. It's fraught with problems. Uh, I like solving those kinds of problems. Um, I don't always solve them immediately. Um, so I think about them. And so and I, I don't think about, well, writer's block. Actually, I don't believe – I don't give that any agency. I don't believe that's – on. what happens is that there are failures you have in making a book, but a book doesn't end in failure. You end up solving this. In fact, failure represents a moment just before a breakthrough. And those are the things, um, as a creator, I celebrate the small ones because the small ones all lead to the big ones. Okay. And so for this particular book, Santa's Story, um, what was it like to draw, to illustrate this book with this Christmas thing? Because there is so much going on. There's so much beauty in Christmas and wintertime. Mm -hmm. So is that fun for you as an illustrator? Uh, winter is my favorite season. I mean, probably in Cincinnati, it's maybe for a lot of people, it's the yeah, most dreadful season. You're probably the only season. one, right? <laughs> right. But I, it's the only season I think about in every season. And that's connected probably you know, to a literary experience uh, of uh, The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats. And um, waking up as a child and, and seeing the world anew. And when snow comes... Uh, uh, a child ha can can celebrate that. That I've always kept that door open for me, and I think that you know um, it's it's part of being able to see things anew. That's what artists do. That's what writers do. They bring us a new vision to a set of context, and you know. So you know, drawing Santa. Well, you know, how do you do that? Whether well, there's the conventional ideas of you know, here's a red suit, there's this, but but the spirit of uh, of Santa's is joy. And the joy, the bringer of jollity. So, in essence, it wouldn't be necessarily drawing the figure, although it is. It's really drawing the essence, which is joy, and then, and then allowing the the deer, which are in the center of the story. The only one it's missing is uh, Rudolph, because Rudolph happens in another story, and that probably hasn't. Santa's been around for a long time. That one, that story hasn't happened yet in this mm -hmm. chronology. Um, but you know. Uh, Dancer dances and and uh, so there's a wordplay in that where all these things happen and uh, and so Dasher is dashing and so how do how do you show that so there's the not only the wordplay but the picture play how do I show that and that's what's revealed in the story with the wordplay. All right, and Will Hillenbrand, we're running out of time this morning, but what's next from you? What can we look forward to from Will Hillenbrand in the future? 2020, um, I have a book that I've uh, done with Marjorie Kyler, which is called Snow Friends. Snows back again, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be out in the fall of the year. And it's really about being surprised by joy, in this case, the joy of friendship. All right. We'll look forward to that. But in the meantime, the book is Santa's Story. If our listeners, if they would like to win a copy of the book, all they have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and we'll have a copy of the book, along with all the other books that we're featuring this morning. It's simple. All you do is go to our Facebook page and look for the Enter to Win icon. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us this morning, Will. Thank you, Rodney. It's always lovely. We've been speaking to author and illustrator Will Hillenbrand. We'll be back with more right after this. 
You're listening to the annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. A look at the hottest children's books for the holiday season. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.